Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And we're live. Hi, everyone. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to Weigh In Wednesday. Hi. I'm Gina. We're here with Odette, uh, the manager of the maintenance group, and of course, Anna, uh, director of group operations. Um, thank you for joining us. I got my trusty iPad here. We want to get right into this today, but of course, let's have a conversation about Halloween because yeah. how do we navigate that? How do we make out with it? And is this why we're all kind of thrown off? We had Halloween on Monday. We did dive into the candy. Like, I don't know about you, but there's something in the air this week. I, I think it's just, maybe mm. it's that we feel the pressure of the holidays coming. Like, I feel like I'm all over the place. Like, how are you ladies feeling? Does, does, the, does that <laughs> Halloween have the impact on us or does it? Is it the time of year? What is it? I can feel it. You know what I mean? And I think it's more November 1st. I think November 1st really is like, now it's like, we are really towards the end of the year. I think, you know, of course, Halloween throws a wrench in it. Of course, just dealing with stuff throws a wrench in it. But honestly, for me, it was November 1st. And I was like, what? When did this happen? When it was October, I felt like, oh, okay, it's just October. We're not at the end of the year yet. And then November just felt really heavy. I started thinking about Christmas. I started thinking uh, about everything that was coming up. Yeah. Um, I think it's just, it's heavy. It's heavy. And just time flies so fast and it's sometimes it's really hard to handle. Yeah. I think it's a real transitional time. I think, you know, you, you do get so ramped up for, for Halloween, like whether you're an adult or a kid or whatever, you're getting ramped up for this day. Right. And then it comes and it goes, and it's not like, it's not like it's a holiday where the next day you still have off. Like the next yeah. day you just, you have to get up and get going again, but it's November 1st. Like Anna said, like, what the heck? Like I just had this excitement and this, you know, fun day and now it's November 1st and Holy smokes, it's November 1st. So it's a real, like that, yeah. I don't know that. Yeah. That October 31st transition is it's a big one. I think we have like this time change looming and yeah. like the holidays, mm-hmm. like the radio station is Christmas music now. Like, just give me a minute here. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling it too. I mean, I think September brings this kind of renewed sense of like, you know, to me, September is more of a new year than the actual new year. Like it just feels mm-hmm. like there's a change mm-hmm. happening. And then I think we have yeah. so much to do. And we're so like excited. We're going to do all these things. And then like we get back into, it's kind of feels like the messy middle of the year. I don't, you know, like I feel like I'm not- <laughs> I uh, know it feels very re- re- reminiscent of that it could be a variety of different things and different for everybody so how did we make did we have the candy did we not have the candy I have not had any and it's not like it was even a thought and I think it's very strange mm. I, the, my, my my son had a bunch of friends over um some teenagers which I love the fact that they went out old school all got dressed up it was so great the majority of my kids were the kids I got at my house were older I love seeing that mm. um but um you know they were here there was candy everywhere there's still candy everywhere do you know like I'm picking up candy there's just candy everywhere rappers 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 uh-huh. Um, and I, I not even thought about it. Like, and, and, and this is not a brag. I'm actually quite surprised myself. I, I do like the caramel choose and a few things, but I haven't even, just not even a thing. It's like, I, I love the fact that my son had friends over and they had foods full of table and we decorated, we did the stuff, but not even a, 
don't know. It kind of seems really un uneventful. Like, I feel like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's funny you said that because um, we did that poll on Monday. Like, how are people oh, feeling? Yeah. yeah. And like over half of them said they felt really calm going into Halloween. Like, you know, the candy's there, whatever. So I think that, you know, maybe that's just a general sense in this group too, that they're, you know, people are feeling calm. And I, for me, like we did this year, we didn't do chocolate out of our stash. We did candy and I love candy. Like I love the chewies and the like art artificially flavored stuff. Like that's yeah. my, that's my candy jam. And I had the bowl and I was looking at it and I'm like, I don't want this. Like, I just didn't want it. But what I did want, what I was funny that I was in tune to it. I wanted something with peanuts in it. Oh. So I, I went like hit up the neighbors and I was like, what do you have with peanuts in it? Because, you know, I was just, that's what I was feeling in the moment. Like I had all this candy that normally I would want to, you know, have a few pieces of, and I was not into it at that time. You know, I wasn't, I felt like I was into something else and, you know, it was okay. And I went and I had my piece and it really, you know, did what I wanted it to do. So yeah. yeah. Have you, cause yeah. I know you've been, in, you've been in maintenance for a while. So you're, this yeah. is sort of like the assuming this is the first Halloween that you, that you've been in maintenance. Yeah, it is actually, it is. Yeah. The first Halloween. So yeah. yeah, I mean, I've done like, you know, Christmas and birthdays and all of that, but never nothing like the abundance that it was like now. Yeah. And it was, you know, I had the same feeling as the, as our members, like, I'm just feeling this calm about it. I knew the candy was in the house. I didn't wait to buy it the morning of, you know, because I thought if I buy it, you know, two weeks before in the past, if I bought it two weeks before, I'd be eating it for two weeks, yeah, weeks before, yeah. you know, so I would always buy it the morning of and you're left with whatever oh. is, is left. But okay. now I bought it, you know, we're all so busy. I was like, I'm at the store. I'm going to buy it. I bought it a week ago. I never thought of it mm. until that day. And I was dumping it in the bowl and I was like, oh yeah, it's Halloween today. And I was looking That's at amazing. it and I thought I can have a piece later if I want. And then, you know, yeah, I just didn't want it. It's true. Yeah. It's my first Halloween, and I just, yeah, I just had it in the house, and it was there. I love it. I, Valerie's here. She's like, uh, I had two snack-sized candy bars. That was all I needed. That was a win, right? That was a win. Anna, how'd you make out? How'd you make out? Yeah. So I, it, it's really funny. It's a really funny thing that happened in Halloween for me. So I've, I, I, you know, I've been very vocal in the fact that I've like really just, just come into my calm, um, and. I was going to my, I had a plan. I was going to mindfully indulge. I didn't buy the candy the first, the, the day before either. I bought it weeks before and none of it was appealing to me. And I was like, great, awesome. And then I was like, but on Halloween, I don't care. I'm going to be trick-or-treating with the kids. I'm going to open up the wrappers and I don't care. And I just found myself digging and digging and digging in these huge bags of like these various candies and not finding anything that was appealing to me mm, yeah. i'm not gonna lie i totally forced myself i was like what body you don't want that reason <laughs> grab that reason you know what i mean but and i did and i i was like you know what this is my thing and i'm i enjoyed it i had a little bit it didn't force me to have a massive amount i had a couple of of um like of little treats or whatever i also love sour candies those are my favorite as well so I'm not like a chip person I'm not none of that I took some uh you know I managed it and then all like since then this whole week I have two like honestly guys like this big of, of mm. candy in my house I have passed by it every time and to the point where I'm like have it if you want it have it like I even telling myself like you've got a big pile in front of you and I really just don't want it I yeah. don't want it which is yes. a miracle I'm going to tell you because last Halloween I was doing the program and I was like, I didn't have even one piece of candy last Halloween. The whole time we had Halloween, 
all the way until this Halloween left in our pantry. That's how much. Um, but I did want it. I really wanted it. And I really had to fight myself for it. And it was like this whole thing, you know? And finally I was like, huh, I could just listen to my body and really trust my body. And this actually works. Like that's pretty good. I mean, it's mm -hmm. not every day, but definitely for this big indulgence day, it was really good. I felt like I, I came through pretty well. Oh, I love that. And that's, that's when I say my goal is for you to be in a room full of all your favorite foods, whether it's candy or what chips or whatever that might be. And just not even bat an eyelash and be like, kind of like, Hmm, I wish I wanted it, but I don't. So, I mean, I don't want to disregard anyone who did want it and, and found it difficult to not have it. That's also normal response as well. You know, just keep, you keep working towards it. You're going to get to that calm place. And yeah. before you know it, um, you know, Valerie again is talking about she had candy corn, love candy corn, had a few pieces this year and could not eat it kind of sad. Yeah. That's a thing too. Like you, yeah. you do feel like, ah, and, and then you have it and it's so sweet. And then that's the thing we don't talk a lot about your taste buds are there too. So pay attention to that. You have that first piece tastes yummy. Second piece, not as yummy. Third piece, like even your taste buds are shutting things down because, but sometimes we're in our head. It's yummy. It's fun. We want it. And then we realize, oh, you yeah. know. I think what Valerie said too, like, she's like, you know, it was sad. And I think it is, you know, you hear that often that people are mourning the food that they can't have, or they're, they're mourning that they used to love food. And, and now they, they don't, it's not that they don't love it, but they want to, they, it's almost like they want to love it. They want to have more of it. And they're yeah. sad because they don't physically want it. So if we can just like, you know, yes, it's, it's sad because we're not having, you know, you feel like you can't enjoy it as much, but you can enjoy that little bit that you have so much more, Yes. you know, and it's still, you don't have to, you don't have to be sad about it or don't mourn it. It's a valid feeling, of course, because we're just yeah. trying to navigate all of this. Yeah. But yeah, like you just, you can just be happy and enjoying that little bit that you can. And I, I think to feeling the calm, I just wanted to say this feeling the calm is like, we, we're not vilifying food anymore. Like we're not yeah. vilifying those candies. So it's not like it's this bad food that you can't have, you got to hide it in the cupboard. Like, no, there it is. Like it's there. It's your choice to have it or not too. Right. So yeah. not being afraid or like bad foods or, you know, things that you can't have. It's, there's not that feeling that you, you know, have to sneak it and have to have it and you're bad for having it. So. Yeah. And you, you can be sad calm. about not wanting it and also not want it at the same time do you know uh -huh. like I think because indulging is fun you know it's an, it's so fun and having the candy is fun the problem mm -hmm. is is that when you overeat it and then or you even have a little bit of it negatively get on yourself and physically don't feel well that's the part that we forget we remember it's like the anticipation of it is so fun I want to I want to have the thing but then when you have the thing you realize oh I don't really want the thing mm -hmm. you know? so it is that is a lot of thing because we use food for so many things to show love to 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 bond to celebrate to and the sadness could be that i know there's foodies that i've, I've talked to a lot of foodies who really feel sad because yes now they're they're enjoying the food more and they're eating it more in tune to their portions, but they really loved eating excess amounts of it. Like it was the whole experience of overeating and tasting and indulging and, you know, where they feel like they can't, they can't do it the same way. You know, now it's like, I hate that word moderation, so I don't want to say it, but you know, they're not like, you can still obviously purposely overeat, but you're now you're in tune. So it's hard to overeat because you feel it. It's, you have to kind of force yourself to overeat. So there is that kind of sense of sadness. But I think though, in time, it, you, to your point, you circle back around to find joy in other ways. 
to really yeah. be, your taste buds are enhanced and you're taking time to really actually enjoy. And it's more joyful because you're not ragging on yourself after. And it's more joyful because you don't feel like crap after because you've eaten too much. So it's just kind of shifting where you're finding, you can still get joy out of food, just shifting, I think the focus on where you're, what part of it you're getting joy from maybe. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think, well, I think oh, sorry. No, I think about having your own, like having the thing, having the thing like yesterday or not yesterday on Halloween, I shouldn't have had it because really my body didn't want it. The next day I was all swollen, like, you know, retaining water, like crazy. Like it was just, I shouldn't have had it. And what I looked at it as, as it was the fun thing, it was the thing that I was looking forward to. And then when I was digging, I shouldn't have had it. You know what I mean? But I'm a foodie as well. And I love eating at nice restaurants and eating delicious food Mm -hmm. and all these different things. And I, I don't think that I don't think we should be grieving that it's gone because I, I can still really enjoy food at this point. Like, I don't yeah. feel like, I always think to myself, yeah, I, I love just Snickers bar. Or I love whatever, you know, I'm just throwing random stuff out there. But I think to myself, like, I love so much more, like a mm. nice meal of like fish and like, whatever, like whatever you love, like, I, you know, maybe fish doesn't sound appealing to you, but you know, a nice meal with like a whole bunch of greens and a whole bunch of veggies or like, you know, prepared like in a really nice way by a really great chef or like, you know what I mean? Like there's other things like your body doesn't want that Snickers bar. Why are we putting so much value on that? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, why can't we put value on the things that we're enjoying now? I think that's important to do, but I also think there's something about grieving what you know and what's comfortable for you and the old you. Like, remember when I got sick in in the spring and I had to make so many different life choices and I couldn't do this and I couldn't do that and I couldn't eat this and I couldn't eat that. And obviously like I got a little bit more wiggle room on those things now. I'm still not feeling back hundred percent, but I'm getting there. And I remember like I was forced to make choices that I always think about making and you know, like managing my health and my stress and all those things. And although I was feeling better than I ever had, I was mad mm-hmm. and I was like, I was sad. And I like knew all of these changes were so good for me and they physically were good and mentally were good, but I you still have some good. issues. There's still some things I can't indulge in and do and probably will never be able to do moving forward. And I'm still a little bit mad and sad about that. It's been like eight months, you know? I, I think it's like that old coping the old indulging whether it's indulging in the feeling or like just maybe what maybe what having that thing represents it it represents me time you know like don't take my coffee away from me I'm gonna we're gonna fight you know what I'm saying like you know just today I said to Tony maybe I should go back to because I one of the things I couldn't have was coffee and I was drinking beet juice every morning I felt fantastic I didn't even need coffee and here I am because I can I'm back and doing it and I kind of know that this is not the best thing for me do I really need a venti but you know when we started talking about it I was just like don't I you know I know I'm doing something that I I don't want to do but I'm doing it anyway and the thought of you taking it away I'm just not prepared for right now so maybe it's just like and maybe when people lost their weight they're making changes that they didn't really know they would make and maybe they weren't prepared to to make those changes and although they get it and supports their new habits and behavior I think we do have to leave room to be like still pissy about it that makes Mm -hmm. sense you know like yeah, it makes sense. And I think it's accepting that you're, you've come into this new place too. Like you've got to, you, you, I think there's a, there's something to be said is like, no, I'm the same me. I'm the same person. Right. But I just had to let go of old habits and old ways, but mm-hmm. I'm still the same person. And I think there's this fear of like, 
no, if I have to let go of these old ways, I'm not going to be able to be the same person. I'm not going to be able to, you know, be happy like I was, you know, back there or doing those things. And I think there's a, that, that's where that fear is. And um, yeah, having to realize that you can still be that same person and, you know, have to let go of some of those things from the past. But it's also, I mean, there's things I do too in maintenance that maybe don't make me feel the greatest. I'm a coffee lover too. You know, I have two in the morning and I'm like, Oh, my tummy hurts, but it was so good in the moment, you know, like, I don't want to give it up just yet. And, you know, I probably should have beet juice too in the morning, but I, you know, I do like my coffee, but yeah, letting go of some of those old things or having to leave a few things behind old habits behind, you know, there's a, a maybe a fear that you're going to be a different person, you know, going forward. Yeah, I think the point is the comp the the feels behind it are complicated. Yeah. You know oh yeah. No matter where you are and and how you're feeling about it, I think it's really important to validate your feels about it and whether you you passed the candy or you still struggled with it or you had it or you miss it or you're sad about it or you know even if you're sad that the the candy's so sweet you don't eat, you can't even eat it even if you want to you know mm-hmm. I think it's a part of maintenance is still and this is what maintenance looks like and feels like to you when you're trying to lose weight is what weight loss looks like and feels like what works for you what doesn't work for you and this is where you have to recognize like even though you've you've done it every year for however long and you sit down the candy and like Anna like you know how many times did you try not to have the candy and now you mm-hmm. can have the fucking candy and now you don't even want the candy it's like fuck like that's not what I thought was gonna happen you know so it it can be yeah that's when you can take that as a learning moment and you can be like why am I so sad about this what can I do to not be sad about this instead of consistently feeling sad it's gonna put you to a place where you're like fuck like I'm missing out but what we need to really do is, is yes validate your feelings you know we do have sad moments and we do do things that you know, maybe aren't the best and we make these choices anyways, but I still think that there's so much more learning and like self-awareness that we need to do, um, to not continue to stay sad. You know what I mean? Like, you know, every time you have that and it's too sweet, like if you're going to sit there and be like, like, that sucks. you know what I mean? Like (laughs) you have to try to like work with that. You know what I mean? Work with that because you're, you're your best self right now. We've done so much to like, put us in this spot, you know, and we're doing something amazing. So we don't want to always have negative, negative connotations with that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I needed that because I'm one of those who's I'm not letting it go. You know, like it's been, since I've been sick, it's been so long. It's been like months and I'm not like, still get pissy about it. And I'm like, I don't know why I'm still angry about this. Like, it's all good. I'm happy. I'm really excited. I made these changes, but yeah. Um, I do mm. want to um, mention Marcy's in the group. Marcy's here. She's a conversation. Uh, Marcy, our member in maintenance. Um, mm-hmm. I absolutely love Marcy. She's just, you know, first of all, hi, Marcy. Um, thank you for again sharing. She, she's been just amazing in, in sharing and motivating and being so gracious in her shares uh, in our weight loss groups. And of course she's here in maintenance and she's been maintaining for a while. And, you know, we, we got to bring her on and, and have her join the panel with us, uh, which we're going to do. Mm-hmm. We've been taking names and members and we're going to invite some of you on to join the panel and join in on these discussions with us i do want to get into uh because i'm mindful of time um the the couple questions and topics we want to talk about this week okay so personalizing the plan and maintenance personalizing the plan and maintenance Mm -hmm. members are finding it looks a lot like the basic food plan and is this okay so that you know well let me read it all um this is okay as long as it's uh is this is a did you did someone answer this is me this is me yeah oh so, <laughs> so I wanted to just like, I wanted to touch on that personalizing the plan. 
is, you know, some days will look like the basic food plan will look like yeah. that. Um, and I think that that is an okay place to be as long as you're not doing just going through the motions of the yeah. of the food plan. So yeah, if it's a day where you're in tune to your hunger levels, and that's the day that it looks like the basic food plan from, you know, week one, day one, that's okay. We don't want to rely on that as, yeah. you know, just going through the motions, like, yes. oh, well, I'm just going to fall back on this because I know it's easy because then the mindfulness component is gone. So if you're mindful to say like, yeah, my, my food, you know, the way I'm eating today looks like the basic food plan, because that's what my body needs today. That's how mm -hmm. I'm feeling today. That's perfectly fine. You don't want to just use it as that, you know, that fallback where you're just, um, Doing back on track the whole yeah, time. Yeah, just going through the motions, back on track, and then the mind, like I said, the mindfulness and the you know being in tune is is gone in that moment. Yeah, because there's no benefit to that. So if you're doing yeah. it, you think, oh, I'm just going to be back on track the whole time. There's no benefit in that. You might as well repeat the program again, level up in all sorts of other ways to reinforce your weight. Because if you're doing it for maintenance, I'm assuming that first stage, you're looking to solidify the weight that you've lost. So you're mm -hmm. you're personalizing the plan to put in that time to help your body adjust to your new weight. Your your new weight. So there is no what what I cannot stand, and that majorly bugs me, is when I pe see people two years from now, and they're like, oh, you'd be so proud mm -hmm. of me. I'm maintaining my weight, still following the basic food plan i'm like huh oh yeah still eating my fruit snack and my thing and i'm like no no that's not what it's about like at this point there is no point in forcing yourself that's controlling to me it's controlling yes. things that's not being in tune you might as well be counting weighing and measuring and following keto like the goal is to to personalize your plan to get in tune to what you personally need, not only to maintain your weight, but just to live on and live your life. And this is the thing, like there are some days where I will have, you know, skip breakfast, have lunch and have dinner and that's it. And then today I've had breakfast, I've had morning snack, I've had lunch, I've had some veg snacks and I'll probably, I don't know, maybe I'll grab some nuts, maybe not. Um, and then I'll have dinner. Like that's normal. And because yesterday when, for example, I only ate a couple of meals, I wasn't hungry. I had lunch and I had dinner yesterday. I, I was not hungry in between. And so I'm not, what's wrong with me? Do I need to eat? Could I eat? Should I? I just wasn't hungry. And who knows why? And then today I'm eating and I'm not thinking, oh my God, I'm really hungry today. I'm just, today's a different day. And that's so important that you learn to trust when to eat, what to eat, how much to eat. So to your mm -hmm. point, oh dad, it's okay if when you're checking in at all those meals mm -hmm. and snacks time, you're legit hungry and that works for you. Cause for some people it does work really well for them. Um, but if you are just, you know, on autopilot or you're doing it cause you think you're just covering the basis and you're good. Mm -hmm. Like you're not really, and also like, where's the impact of back on track? If you're not really in tune, then that the whole rhyme and the reason for back on track kind of goes out the window a little bit. If you're just doing back on track all the time. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend, but what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
there was a time when I did suggest back on track for bridging the gap in groups. Um, because with the pandemic, people just did not have the capacity. They're just mm -hmm. like, oh, I don't, I can't think about anything on my own. I don't want a personalized plan. I don't want to read I just want to just, just maintain. Um, so there was a time, um, that I kind of taking that off the table because it's not the most effective thing. Um, but yeah, I think that it's such a good point. You, you there's gotta, you have to, it's because you're checking in at all the meals and sack times you're legitimately hungry, that it's resembling the basic food plan because there is a rhyme and a reason to it. It does meet the body's needs. Like it's, there's, you know, um, so, but yeah, I think there, it's all about your intention behind that. And then eventually like you, you really want to, it's not normal to eat like that every day. It's not. Yeah. It's, it's and that not. was how I started. Like, um, when I decided like, you know, I'm done, I'm in maintenance now. I was following the basic food plan because I just, well, this is working for me. So I'm just going to keep doing this. Yes, yes, and then I'm like, yes. you know, you're a few weeks in or a few days in whatever it might be. And, and I'm like, well, I'm not hungry. Why am I eating? Why am I eating carrots at one o'clock? Like I'm not hungry. Yes. You know? And then I just felt like this is, and this is when I knew this mindfulness component had to, you know, be on the forefront because I just, you can't just eat like that just because there's got to be you know, a reason why you're eating like that. So to be able to recognize that and to know like, yes, it's okay. And it has its place, but don't forget about the mindfulness component. And, you know, that's the most important that's part. That's so huge. We've yeah. literally been working so hard to get in tune with our body and to be able to listen to our body and hear it. And then yeah. if you're going to go in, uh, into autopilot, all you're doing is kind of negating all that work. You know what I mean? Because as much as yes, you're maintaining your weight. I mean, you're staying status quo. Everything's okay. You're you're going against kind of what your body is, is asking for sometimes it could be, it could look like the basic food plan, but if you're, if you're, you know, looking in your fridge and it's veg snack time and your eyes are like sitting in your fruit tray or whatever, like, and, and, or you need protein or like your mm -hmm. eyes or your body's telling you like, no, I don't want the veg, like look up, you know what I mean? Look at the eggs or whatever the case may be. And you're still going for that veg. I feel like you're almost doing a, a bit of a disservice mm -hmm. to yourself because you're ignoring that thing that we've been working on, you know, holding, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. I, and I, I get people wanting to do what they know, but that's not moving you forward. That's still you doing weird shit to try to maintain your weight, which is the, I know it's like, it's still healthy, but it's like the opposite of what you really got to get in tune to your body's changing needs. And you can't just be robotic and follow a food plan to, again, to reinforce if it, if it's you checking in at all those meals and snacks, you just happen to want fruit in the morning mm -hmm. and veggies in the mm -hmm. afternoon. I open my fridge when I'm, I'm hungry and I think, what do I want? Do I want fruit? Do I want veggies? Do I want protein? Do I want dairy? Do I want like that? So quick in my brain. And yeah. that's what I go by, you know? Um, so, I mean, that's eventually where you want to get to. And this is probably testing the waters. I think that phase three of, you know, the four stages of maintenance is that testing that, testing that waters and like to, to be able to go, you should be able to go four hours without eating and, you know, be fine and not be like, oh my God. And, and is my body going to store fat? And uh, you know what I mean? Am I going to overeat this? Like, if you're still in that kind of mode, you got to dig even deeper into personalized, mm -hmm. plan, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, there's a lot to be said about that, like, um, this testing the water space, it really is figuring out what your personalized plan looks like, right? It really, it really is like realizing that some days it's going to look like the basic food plan, but it doesn't have to look like that. So yeah, test those waters, be in tune, like you said, open your fridge and, and be mindful of what your body really wants, not what 
you know, you think you, not what you think you should have in that moment. So, and I think if you're still in that mindset, this is where maybe repeating the process proper would be great to help level up things mentally that then maybe at the end of that, you'll be able to phase into that personal, at some point, whether you, you know, you repeat the process, phase into personalizing the plan or personalize your plan to solidify your weight and then phase into like really testing the waters, your personalized plan, eventually you're going to end up with your personalized plan. So if mentally, you know, that you're kind of doing it for other reasons, other than personalizing the plan and really being in tune with that, which is okay. And totally normal, um, maybe repeating the process again and you solidifying that way. And then phasing in to personalize the plan to test your what test the waters is is a way to go. So. I definitely had to do that. I definitely had to work on that mindfulness. Honestly, the last few groups that I did um, were really where my focus was, was all mm. mindfulness. I wasn't even jumping on the scale half the time because I was like, it's not about that. It's about stopping my, my issues and associations. Like I really needed to work on that. I couldn't, even if I were at my hundred percent goal weight, super great, I'm physically where I want to be. I would have had a lot more work to do. And it was really important for me to kind of continue that work before I finish off everything else, because I didn't, I didn't trust myself for a really, really long time. I'm really just now coming into a place where I can trust myself. So it's so normal not to trust yourself, but ultimately that's where you want to be is where you're like, where you are opening the fridge and confident in the fact that, oh yeah, I do want that egg. You know what I mean? Like I really am craving that egg or whatever versus like having, you know, being on autopilot. Mm. Um, I'm cognizant of time, but I do want, cause we're out of time, <laughs> but there's another question here and I make the rule. So let's go another few minutes. Um, remember still working through eating for reasons other than hunger. So mm. what's the conversation on that eating for reasons other than hunger. So I think it depends on what stage you are at and mm. you can definitely test the waters. I mean, if you want to have chips, you can have chips, but that's after you've done the solidifying of your weight. Right. And, and I think it's, I think this might come back to, and I would love to talk to the person who wrote this or was concerned about this because I think it comes to where you're at in your maintenance journey and also recognizing that you might still have work to do in terms of your habits and falling back into old habits and old coping mechanisms. And, you know, if you want to have the cake, cause you want to have the cake, if you want to have the candy, cause it's freaking Halloween, I'm going to eat the candy and I'm going to enjoy it. Cause I can, that's mm-hmm. one thing. But I think if you're using food, for things other than hunger, unless it's like to celebrate and to show, but it sounds like it's, if you're not happy with how you're using food, then if you're struggling with that, then that might still be representative of an issue you still need to work through or habits that new habits that aren't solidified yet. What do you think? Mm. I think for sure it's new habits that aren't solidified yet. And um, I think it also comes from a place where we want to be um, in maintenance so we want to be to finally forever so bad, right? We want to be there. Yeah. So now that we're in maintenance, we're like, oh, I, I, you know, maybe I'm in maintenance now and I can have, I really want something, even though I'm not hungry, I'm going to just have it because I can, because I'm in maintenance, right? Yeah. So it's, again, it goes back, like, I feel like I'm a broken record sometimes, but it goes back to that mindfulness, like, you know, grabbing that piece of whatever it might be. It could even be something that we deem healthy, right? Maybe it's a banana, but if you don't want the banana in that moment, because you're hungry, you're just reaching for it because like, oh, this is my personalized plan. I can have it. So I'm going to have it. So it's, yeah. So using it for other than hunger, let's like figure out what, yeah, what else is going on here? Is it, you know, are you feeling like you're not quite 
you know, you want to be in this finally and forever so bad. So you want to step past this mindfulness uh, so this maintenance phase and like just being like being able to do whatever you want or is it old habits coming back up there's really you know an opportunity here to look at it and see yeah. you know, where are these feelings coming from are you looking to you know are you sad now because you've come off this weight loss journey you have to transition into a new phase and now you're using that food again to you know make yourself you know feel you know feel not so so much like this is a big transition so i think it's a real opportunity to dig deep here and yeah, really it could be for endless reasons. You you could be stressing and then legit craving salty foods, then indulging in something when you need to bump mm -hmm. up your bump up your omega threes. And I I, ne I never have an issue with people being like, I'm going to eat that. But then you've got to be in a situation where you can enjoy it, not rag on yourself afterwards, and not feel down on yourself the next day. Mm -hmm. And I think unless you can have it and be in that position. And then also recognize when you start to feel really off, this is where you can't, you can't just indulge and have whatever you want. This, I, I don't like the word moderation because I, I don't think we should moderate ourselves, but it does come to a point where I recognize when I'm indulging things, I'm starting to feel it. And I have to put the two and two together and be like, okay, it's time to do something about it. So I think it's okay to test those waters and have those things because you want to have those things. Like sometimes I want to have the chips, not that I'm always talking about chips in bed, but I want to have the chips because that's me time. I love them. Mm -hmm. I want to, I need a minute. Usually I'm, I'm watching a show and to me it represents it really represents quiet time as a young mom um young single mom I don't know, I'm not so young anymore but um I, there was always Thursday night Grey's Anatomy for me mm -hmm. and that was my time like my the kids knew between nine and ten on Thursday night this was my one fucking hour a week don't ask me anything don't do you know what I mean like this is just me and I would shut her down I wouldn't answer my phone I wouldn't do whatever and that was my one time I used to get angry when people would mess with that but it was like the chips and the wine and it's not even it wasn't half the time times I wouldn't even eat the chips and sometimes I would just hold the wine and mm -hmm. I wouldn't even drink it sometimes I wouldn't eat them it's what it represented to me so this this shit can be really deep so it's not maybe about not about having the thing it's about what that thing represents so mm -hmm. this is where you could be like you know maybe i could i don't know like drink some tea and do something else while i watch <laughs> you know like it's it, it's it can be it can be miss fear, fear of missing out on those things and you know wanting to have them it could be using them for you know other things like you're stressed out so you're craving them i think like we think we do use food for so many things we have to get i think we should be able to use the food for those things but it's the connections that we're making. And if, if we keep having them to deal with something and not really addressing what the real issue is, you know, that's and not recognizing the impact of our choices. We can't just keep having the thing because we want to have the thing. And then we start to feel off and then, you know, and then be like, oh, it's wrong. Like, hello, you know. For me, it is 100% issues and associations. And I really had to work for that. I compute it, like I compare it to, smoking. Honestly, I felt yeah. like that was a massive thing that was taken away from me. I used it for stress. Mm -hmm. I used it for pleasure. I used it for everything. Everything. Smoking was my, my thing that I used for everything. I, that was my wine in your Grey's Anatomy Thursday. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and what I really had to do was, and they're on, I'm going to be very honest. It's been, it's been years that I've quit, you know, there's still times that I'm out at the bar. Or I don't know. I don't go to a bar. You know what I mean? Like I'm out with friends who are smoking. I don't go to bars, but yeah, no. um, you know, I'm out with friends who are smoking and I'm like, ah, like I'm, you know, I'm having a drink or like we're having a get together or whatever. And I'm like, ah, I really wish I could do that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, a hundred percent it's issues and associations. I feel like 
I did this five minutes ago. Like, I feel like I'm just getting out of this. I don't even know if I'm fully out of this really. Yeah. yeah. I have had yeah. so many issues and associations when it comes to food. I have always eaten not for hunger. It's always been for pleasure. Um, so I, I really had to dig deep and work through that. So, you know, that's my, that's that perspective from my angle. I a hundred percent think it's something that, you know, we need to, it's, it's the reason why, like my body was telling me not to eat it. And I still ate it. Like, this is exactly it. Members working through eating for reasons other than hunger. That was me. Mm. That wasn't my reason. wasn't because I was hungry or anything. It was because I told myself that I was going to do it. Like, these are things that we need to work through. Right. Mm. I think the, the big takeaway, cause it, Jen, Jennifer's here and she's the one who asked this question. I think the the big understanding is that you can enjoy food for all those other reasons other than nutritional requirements. But while you're losing weight, it's important to really recognize your body's actual needs over mm -hmm. your wants. So if you understand it's a want and not an actual need, I think that's like, it's okay. Do you know, like it's okay to want to use food, to celebrate, to show love, to indulge, to enjoy, to when you're sad, if you want to eat those things, like it's okay to, it's okay. And that's the thing why it's so complicated when weight loss, because we do use it for so many things. And I'm not saying you shouldn't. I think that's the big message. It's not that you shouldn't use food for all these other things. It's just that more than that, you also need to be in tune to your actual, your actual needs. And I think that when you keep indulging into your wants while you're losing weight, it stops you from getting in tune to your actual needs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, and the thing is, is that, you know, again, like if I was doing this a while ago, I would be berating myself. I would be like, why did you do this? I'd wake up in the morning swollen. And I'd be like, look at you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's where that calm comes from. That's what that, that's finally and forever. I feel like that finally, like, mm -hmm recognizing that but also recognizing when you're going off too far you know yeah. what I mean yeah like, that's the thing is like recognizing that it's a want maybe that's what it is maybe that's the conversation like recognizing that I'm having this I'm okay with it uh, it's okay it's all good and never coming back and, and worrying about it you know like yeah. doing it for other than hunger sure to celebrate but don't let it it's a slippery slope especially mm -hmm. when you're still dealing when you're yeah. so new off your weight yeah. loss but that the end game is to be able to use food for all the things that we can use food for and fully enjoy it and indulge when you want to but also be at peace with it and be calm about it and recognize when you are making choices that are not making you feel great you got to rein it in you got to help your body get back on track like it's, it's no different mm -hmm. than when you go away for a vacation and you have a great time you're drinking and you're eating and you're whatever and then by the end of the week you feel like garbage and you can't wait to get home because you know what i mean you're so excited to get there and you've done such a number on yourself you can't wait to get home and kind of just sleep in your own bed and eat your own food and whatever you have to keep you have to help the body get back to that because because we choose to eat things and indulge in things that even though we can eat them and indulge in them they're not designed and don't make us feel great so they're always mm -hmm. going to have that impact so it's just that that awareness so so i don't think there's anything wrong to circle back and around circling about back around to use food for other things um that the point wasn't to never do that again but to your point anna you need to know where you're at with that mm -hmm. you, you could have if and if you are indulging the thing and you are ragging on yourself and feeling ways about it and you know it's you're not calm about it then that i think that means you have more work to do before you can get to a place where you can use food for those things that's right mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think it's also a realization that you know we talk about needs and wants and you and you know, talking about like, you know, you're watching, you know, Grey's Anatomy and you want to have your, your chips and wine and you feel like, 
you know, that's part of it. And then, you know, for me, it was like, I want to go see my friends, but I know there's going to be food there. So I have to have food to have fun with my friends, you know, where it's not, it doesn't, you can still have the thing without eating for no reason. Like, it's not like it has to be, you know, you have to have them both together. So if you're coming into that realization that, you know, you don't need to have that, yes. you're choosing to want to have that. You don't need to have the food or the bits and bites or whatever it is to have a good time or to feel happy or to, you yeah. know, whatever it might be. So once yeah. you can, you know, say, okay, I'm choosing to have this because I yes. want to, I want it to be part of this thing. Not, I need to have this to have, you know, to be happy with this thing. Yeah, I think that's a perfect example. I think you want to get to a place where you can sit at a table out for dinner and and not eat because everyone else is eating and not have it affect the good time that you're having. And then, you know, further to that, be able to choose like, do I want something? Do I not want something? And not have that be a stressful choice, you know, mm-hmm. like that's mm-hmm. that calmness, I think. And then then if you want to choose to indulge or choose to have it or whatever, that's that's totally different. But I think you you want to be able to sit at the table and not eat at the table if everyone's eating at the table and be okay with that. Yeah. You know, yeah. We got to go. I am cognizant of these time. I know I went over. <laughs> I don't know if I'm getting any better at keeping them to a half hour. You need to get a timer. You need to get that egg timer. I, it's I there somewhere. Fun. I ordered an egg timer for it's this there somewhere. reason. Uh, I did order an egg timer. Um, you know, we want, we want people to come in come out get a, con- get our conversation. We want people to spend less time focusing on, focusing on their maintenance journey and more time living their lives. That's what we mm-hmm. want thanks everyone i you guys are so engaged in the great conversation about having the scenes it's so wonderful um if we didn't get to the question today we will copy it and we'll make note of it for next week we we want to know the stuff that you want to weigh in on and you know some of you who've reached out you want to be part of our panel expect some invites because we're going to start inviting some of you who want to come on and we can open up this chat and really you know have a panel of people really weighing in on these topics so thanks everyone ladies it's always a pleasure um have a good night everyone wait odette what do we got coming out this week anything exciting coming out Uh, yeah, so there's been a lot of talk um, the last few weeks about, you know, learning to really lean in and trust yourself. So we have a post coming up tomorrow about that. Um, right. Some great tips on learning how to trust yourself. Yeah, um, and then Friday, we've got um, a really fun uh, food post there. So we're interested to see what we're interested to see the comments that come up on that food post. We're hoping to learn something new. So oh, I love it. I'm going to look out for that. We're going to have some fun on Friday with that. Okay, amazing. Great stuff. Yeah. All right, ladies, have a great night. Everyone watching. Thank you all for joining us. We'll see you next time. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye guys. Thanks. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This mother's day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com